We had talked about on a previous show the woman who was alarmed to discover that her lemonade of Panera was full of caffeine. Uh, yes, I do. And re- an enormous amount of sugar. And yeah. she was drinking like five of them a day. Mm-hmm. And it was like high. At least she seemed it in the video where she talked about um, her shock at discovering this. And now Panera has to put out warning labels. It seems that at least two people are claiming, or at least families of two people are claiming that they died as a result of heart attacks resulting from drinking too much Panera charged lemonade. And um, so Panera has out warning signs now. There are questions. I'm sure there are government agencies looking into it because what else do they have to do? But um, at least one new chain is getting into the caffeinated, fruity, sugary beverages business right now. And uh, that is McDonald's. So uh, McDonald's is a company that we're both big fans of, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I used to love it more. Well, actually, I'll just say that like 20 years ago when I was skinnier, I loved it more. Obviously, I was like jogging and eating McDonald's. I had the best right. of all worlds. Um, and the dollar menu to me was a magic thing and really just like the greatest American value of food that possibly could be. Um, and yeah, I, I think McDonald's is absolutely great. Great. And they consistently try hard. What I've never gotten, and speaking of McDonald's caffeine is I've had people say they love the Paul Newman coffee at McDonald's. Once again, this is 20 mm-hmm. years ago. I don't know if they still serve that. I remember when McDonald's expanded their coffee, right? when it used to just, for a while it was just coffee. And then remember they came out with all the cafe drinks and did all the McCafe stuff? I guess so, but 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 to me that, that bothers me a little bit because it seems like it's like it's it's off- brand in it, it like it seems to me i'm gunning up the, up the works because it used to be the mcdonald's they would make your coffee as you please you know right. you want it so like two sugars one these people are in the are in the fast food conveyor belt business and that bought it, it just gives me anxiety a little bit to think about mm-hmm. them doing it much the same way as dunkin donuts i out of principle don't order the food like that little that cup of uh hash browns with nacho cheese although i wouldn't eat it because of my diet now I mean, I would rock that other times in my life, but I would never order it because I have like, I, I am on a tangent here. Go ahead about the what's happening with the, with so, the caffeine. So basically they have one of the things that jumped out at me because of the recent Panera stories about their charged lemonade is that a lot of the items on this menu appear to be caffeinated fruity beverages. So like they have the sour cherry energy burst or the blueberry ginger boost. The Island Pick-Me-Up Punch. And you can add, um, they have like, you can add a pre-workout shot or an energy shot or a vitamin C shot. So this whole thing, this is called, sorry, it's not called Mick anything. It's called Cosmix. It really somehow throws me off that the Mick is not at the beginning. I keep wanting to call it Mick Cosmix, but it's not Mick Cosmix. It's just Cosmix. This is uh, an expansion of the McDonald's (laughs) universe. Which I hate when brands do this. Just calm down. You're just opening a new restaurant, right? It, you, you're not expanding your universe. You're not a comic book franchise. Um, but McDonald's writes in their press release, Our universe is growing this week as McDonald's starts testing Cosmics, a new small format beverage-led concept that's truly out of this world. Inspired by nostalgia, empowered by a menu of bold, refreshing beverages and tasty <laughs> treats, Cosmics is landing Earthside for us humans to enjoy. So as you can tell, this is sort of space-themed Cosmics. 
See that it's What's landing. It, though? It's landing Earth side. So it appears Cosm- to be okay. Cause C O S M C possibly yes. Yes. So this appears to be mainly a competitor to like a Starbucks or a. Um, Oh, uh, I see these. Or like, these what's are... the thing Brugger's combined with? The juice thing? Oh, yeah. Um, um, Deleo's? Aleo's? No. No. It, the... TCBY? Uh, does that exist anymore? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one in Melrose. The Melrose Brugger's Bagels got the yeah. the smoothie shop in it. But yeah. it wasn't called that. It was called like juice something. Whatever. Oh, is that okay? Anyway, so it appears... it's. The only foods they have are breakfasty type foods, and then it's lots of drinks. Oh, and McFlurry. And I'm seeing, like you said, churro frappe, s'mores, cold brew. How egregious! Well, yeah. How much of this do you think is marketed to that? That somebody's noticing that all these tweeners, like our daughter, they all are, go to Starbucks are, and they're all buying like the unicorn Starbucks frappuccino right. blend with whipped cream and galactic stardust on it. That's <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what they're all buying because they're seeing it on TikTok or whatever, right? <laughs> so, um, so McDonald's has this concept now. I saw it actually a couple of weeks ago, a little bit before the press release came out. This guy noticed it opening. So there's only one of them right now. These are not everywhere. At the moment, um, their one location is in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Okay, which is at some mall. Well, the appears. first McDonald's was in Illinois, right? The first, well, I know uh, the first chain wasn't Ray Kroc out of Illinois, Chicago. Um, I'm not totally sure, but this appears to be at some mall in Illinois, and basically they have all these fruity drinks: berry hibiscus sourade. Oh. It's hilarious. Tropical spice aid, sour tango lemonade, etc. Blackberry mint green tea. Nothing is simple. So what we're doing here is combining Gatorade with caffeine, essentially. And no. yeah, you can have a pre workout shot in it. They add, I think a they add a pre what pre workout shot in it. Is that to suggest that McDonald's is your pre workout destination? <laughs> That's great. I don't know. Apparently, there's a couple new sandwiches on here too. Some of which actually sound kind of good. Where'd that well, go? So, 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 so let's talk about. And then they have about, McFlurries. Let's, let's talk about this. Okay. I am for McDonald's doing whatever it needs to to survive because obviously they've lost market share over the last decade or so. So, like whatever they need to do. I am for it. And it's supposedly they're making the, and I think we talked about this last week, they're making the, they're like entrees, the burgers, a juicier. We didn't get to that, oh, but we didn't? yes. Okay. But they're changing the recipe of their burgers, which I don't think need to be changed, by the way. I love McDonald's burgers and I don't want them to taste different than they do right now. I understand they're dry, weird, peppery things and not like normal hamburgers, but I like McDonald's to taste like McDonald's. I don't want anything to change. Sure, unless, of course... I don't want an artisanal bun on my Big no, Mac. No, no, Just no, 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 give no. me a normal freaking Big Mac. Unless, of course, there has been some lag in the construction process, and this is a way to say, hey, guys, um, let's let's do this right, right again. Do this as mm-hmm. the manual says, because you guys are slacking. My worry is that since they're going to be making uh, Galactic Star Dust, Dust coffees, that's going to take away from burger construction time. This is not. This place doesn't have this though. Burgers. This is its own location. Oh, this McDonald's in Ro- Bolingbrook doesn't. This isn't a McDonald's. Oh. It's a Cosmic. Oh, okay. Maybe I should listen more. Yeah, this is a new 
beverage-driven restaurant. I Cosmic concept. was the fleet of stuff. No, so this no. is... Oh. Cosmic's is a new restaurant entering the McDonald's universe. Oh, so they're going to really take Starbucks on head-on. Yes. Oh. Or Dunkin' Donuts. They're also selling McPops, which is appears to be a kind of filled um, munchkin competitor. Oh, wait. Is it on a stick? No. It's a cookie. There's a cookie butter McPops, apple cinnamon McPops, hazelnut McPops. If they took on the birthday cake cake pops mm, no that would these be look like a little munchkin filled with cream they have cookies brownies mcflurries um sundays and shakes and they have um they also have a snack box that has like pepperoni and cheese in it pretzel bites hash browns so very breakfast driven and a couple unique sandwiches a spicy queso sandwich and a creamy avocado tomatillo sandwich it's a winner, obviously. So both of those sound good, but the rest of it's all breakfast-driven. So clearly trying to play in the Starbucks Dunkin' Donuts universe, mm-hmm. right, with those selections. But yeah, so if you look at their press release, and I know it's hard to understand their press releases because they're written in marketing ease. Um, but yes, uh, McDonald's is testing Cosmics, a new small-format beverage-led hey, by the concept. way, Alice, Alice can, can we stop for a mm-hmm. second? Look at the um, graphic. At the top of this. At the top of what? Atop of this press release. The sign? Yes. What about it? How, like, wonderfully AI is that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's inspired by nostalgia. So you can see it's trying to go for the... Yeah. <laughs> it's trying to go for the mid-century modern, like, gee whiz space theme. Oh, totally. Of. It's uh, Jetsons, yes. Yeah. Inspired by nostalgia and powered by a menu of bold, refreshing beverages and tasty treats, Cosmics is landing Earthside for us humans to enjoy. As part of a limited test, the first Cosmics location opens in Bolingbrook, Illinois this month with a handful of additional outposts planned in the coming months. Cosmics seamlessly blends brand new otherworldly beverage creations with a small lineup of food, including a select few McDonald's favorites, all Designed to boost your mood into the stratosphere, if only oh for a few oh moments. Oh, God, no. Cosmic's menu. Guys, let's workshop this. We need spacy <laughs> terms on the whiteboard. <laughs> Cosmic's menu is rooted in beverage exploration with a bold and unexpected. They like second year intern says Uranus, obviously, gets a few chuckles from people. Have you seen, by the way, those ads for fudge on Twitter? No. We'll talk about that in a moment. Anyway, um, bold and unexpected flavor combinations, vibrant colors, and functional boosts. That's where the caffeine comes in, I believe. You'll see a range of specialty lemonades and teas, indulgent blended beverages, and cold coffee. Think sour cherry energy slush, tropical spice aid, and s'mores cold brew. Make it yours with customizations at every turn. Popping boba, flavor syrups, energy or vitamin C shots, and so much more. On the food front, you can expect savory offerings, including a spicy queso sandwich, savory hash brown bites, and pretzel bites served with dipping sauces. On the sweet side, there's blueberry lemon cookie sundae and caramel fudge brownies to name a few and yes you can even expect to find a few mcdonald's classics on the menu oh just like the original mcdonald land character so i guess there's a space character called cosmic from mcdonald land i do not remember i have to be honest uh cosmics blazes its own path with a uniquely seamless digital and drive-through experience guests Guests are invited to take a break from earthly stressors and use the dynamic menu boards and cashless payment devices to breeze through the ordering and payment process, allowing for guided exploration and customization along the way. 
Drive, that means they upsell you, I assume. drive through pickup windows are assigned once your order is ready, which means an easygoing journey to your happy place. By the end of 2024, they plan to have 10 McCosmics. Sorry, I always want to say McCosmics. They plan to open 10 Cosmics pilot locations with more opportunities for mood-boosting escapes across the Dallas-Fort Worth and San Antonio metro areas. At Cosmics, we're exploring how we might solve the 3 p.m. slump by lifting humans up with every sip. Ready to blast off? Okay, so yeah, this is three. So if you look at the market share of McDonald's, it's only getting its uh, ass beat by Starbucks. 36 market share of McDonald's, 25.54. Starbucks is 36.73. Chipotle, 9.74. Darden restaurants, whatever those are, 11%. Restaurant Brands International Limited Partnership, 7.0%. Wendy's, 2%. Yum Brand, 7.21%. The Burger King is not even on this thing. So that makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I'm excited to try it. If you're in or near Bolingbrook, Illinois, let us know. And um Yes. Hey, I, I, we'd be happy to interview you for You will we'll reach out to the to um Mick what's it called? Mick Universe? Mick Space? Cosmic? Cosmic, yeah. We'll reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to interject something here. Remember yes. last week or ten days ago, whenever it was, it's been a roller coaster. We went to, mm-hmm. I went to the um, to the concert with my daughter and her friend. Yes. Well, at the concert, a friend of mine was there, and he had a beer, mm-hmm. and he asked me if I wanted a beer. I said, No, 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 no. I'm driving. Obviously, I'm not. It's not like it. This is this is not a drinking concert night. You know, I was. I'm roughing it. But then eventually. I um, I broke down and thought, okay, if I'm going to be standing here for three hours, let me just have something to to nurse for three hours. Mm-hmm. My friend said, by the way, it, the, the bartender over there was the most miserable man I've ever seen. So I go over to the bar where there's two people, and I see this bartender. He's probably my age, long gray hair, miserable, just terrible, like bitchy attitude. Terrible. Ter- it was just a, a a grump, a total grump. So I stood in line in front of the the other bartender, a girl who was sweet and lovely, who was talking to this couple in front of me and like like really like pouring it on and like she was great. And I stood and waited for her, and he t- said, "Uh, next, come on, I'm I'm open. You can come over here." And I said, "Uh, no," and I pointed to her, and I hated this guy. And I was not afraid to, he could have begged me or ordered me. There was no way I was going to him. And I was putting out vibes right there that I'm not going to you whatsoever. So I went to my girl and got a, um, some seltzer, some, some silly seltzer, whatever. And, and, and nursed my little seltzer, um, for, for as long as we stayed there. But it got me to thinking, like there, my friend who's my age, who was at this thing, yeah, we've all been. He and I worked in hotels together. We've been in customer service. We used to go in our entire twenties. We went to every bar. To, we went thousands of times. We dealt with bartenders, you know, back then. And there is nothing, nothing worse than a jerk bartender, and is somebody who's sending out vibes like that, especially at a concert where most of these people in the concert were. You could say a lot about the Steven Sanchez. Uh, fan base, 
uh, and they don't know how to like eat, uh, like enjoy greasy fries, and they don't do all the stuff that I would have done when I was twenty-five. But they're really nice people. Like this is not the kind of crowd where there was going to be a brawl, right. and for this grump to be there with his crappy grump attitude, he sucks. I forgot what the venue's called, but Roadrunner. Uh, Roadrunner. Yeah, the guy, guy, guy with gray hair and long, miserable, bitchy guy. That's terrible. And I think, I think that people should be called out on social media. You TikTokers, find people who are grumps like that. Because for all you're going to say, because like he's supposed to be slinging drinks, and this is precisely the All You Can Eat podcast. Your personality as a server is so huge, yeah. so huge. And, it, you know, to us, it can mean everything. Even at IHOP last week when, like, the kid was not understanding everything we were saying, et cetera, um, and he was trying to learn how to use his tablet. He didn't know about the, the food specials. He was still an earnest, hardworking, yeah. friendly dude dealing with a big party of, of chaos like we are, you know, all our kids, et cetera. And he added to the experience. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, I don't need, there's a fine line. Right. I don't like when the server tries to be my new best friend and yeah. like crouches down by the table to talk to me. And what are we thinking, Dad? Yeah, and yeah. I I can't do that too. Like we don't need to now be intimate together. I'm gone. Like you don't have to do that. But I do think that generally friendliness is really super important i think what bothers me about the other stuff is it's so disingenuous the crouching down and the condescending tone and the clearly rehearsed lines about what's great off the menu or the specials or whatever well, but it, at least it it's comes an across- effort to you got to sell it but but in some people and i think you're right some people don't and some people think that wow this is the first time they're hearing this said like this i know but when you're old like well you're old but yeah. i'm getting old I think maybe when you're young, you're impressed by the server yes. who's super, super nice and almost condescending. But then as you get old, you've kind of heard it all. So you don't really need that. You can skip your mm-hmm. performance art and you can just get us to the ordering the meal in a friendly, pleasant way. But you don't have to. Don't go overboard. You're not trying to get an Oscar here for server performance. You know what it reminds me of, honestly? Do you remember our tour guide on the Jungle Cruise at Disney? Oh, God, don't, don't. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But it's the same vibe, isn't it? Uh, Yes, that was, but that was, yeah. This kid was selling himself. Right. Like a comedian, sort of, instead of just a cruise. Yeah, that was terrible. Other than that, and I think it's a feeling now, now that we look back, that Disney kind of fosters this kind of thing, which is mm-hmm. probably for the other podcast, really. <laughs> but, but, and that's why that we can, who, where was I the other day? Who was I talking to about the Ritz Carlton? Oh, I was talking to, yeah, the, the guy, David, I think it's, um, Biganti, the guy who owns the Avon Old Farms Hotel. When I was at the Ritz Carlton, when I worked there, I was not in corporate. I worked there at moving tables and chairs around. Mm-hmm. They talked about customer service and guest service and how they would never use the word customer and how what separates the Ritz is not the nice elevators, the perfume in the lobby or which they perfumed the elevators, etc. And the fact that we were all dressed to the tees, they said it's the service. It's the service is what, what is what 
what's what helps you and they said it's empowerment so they've had they told me the story of one of the people who cleans the lobby um and a woman went was going to go shopping with her friend mm-hmm. and her friend like never showed up or something and the person who was cleaning the lobby asked if he could get her anything and she said well i was looking for a day to go shopping but it, it looks like i'll be going solo my friend is from town, so she knew where to go. So now I don't really know where to go. And so the lobby uh, porter mm-hmm. went shopping with her. And it was empowerment, and it was lauded by the writ, saying, that's what you do. Because we're doing here what nobody else would ever think of doing. Right. And, in, you know, you're going to win her forever. So that was always given to us. Well, that was as like an orientation as, as an example. This is the thing. At any moment, get ready to turn into five diamond or star or whatever service, etc. And it's a personal touch. And so, what I, what I equate that to is, for us now that we're in chaos, you can tell people who can see our us as a group and empathize immediately. Now we've got a newborn and little kids. They know the little kids. Like uh, Master McGrath's the other day, mm-hmm. they played the zone. Um, there were like three different people helping us. They were Johnny on the spot. They knew to get stuff in kids' hands immediately. They slung food immediately. They paid attention to the baby. They were these are all people who had had people um, experiences and used those experiences to empathize. And as the like the the head of the spear, tip of the spear on their on their customer service skills, and that's a huge huge thing. A huge thing. Like, this guy, this bartender, if he, with a stupid attitude, he could have seen me, a fat guy who's old, with two tween girls at a concert, you know, where I, I probably wouldn't usually be there, you know, in the middle of a crush of people on a floor. You know, he could have made a connection. But no, he's he hates doing his job. He probably really wants to be a musician. He's better than all of this and whatever. It's like, man, it's... It's all the difference. In general, I think the service industry, retail and, you know, restaurants suffer from a lot of young people who think they're better than the job. Oh, <laughs> yes. Especially I... now, especially now where, um, you know, there these places are desperate to hire. So there are a lot of young people out there who are getting hired that, you know, might not ordinarily be getting hired. Well, I think that's true, but also at the same time, for instance, the Dunkin' Donuts that I go to in Haverhill, oh, behavioral. I think there are a lot of people working there now who are who need an extra gig, hmm. who are adults. Interesting. And, and they don't come with any pretense. Oh, yeah. They're just showing up and trying to do a good job. Yeah. Yeah, that is a... That is a yeah, that is a that is a um, a problem. It, can I, as far as that concert goes, mention one other thing? Yes. And I actually took pictures of this, but I didn't want to. There was a a line to get into the venue that was three city blocks long. I've yes. never waited in a line this long, even in, at Disney. Well, maybe that Jungle Cruise. If you line. weren't with our daughter, yeah, you no. pro- tickets or not, you probably no. would have bailed. No. Yeah, if that was for the anyone line, else on yes, the earth, if you and line. I had tickets to go to that concert, we would not have gone to the concert. Yes, no, um, right, we would not have. Um, so I wait at the back of the line. We go to the very back, and then people come behind us, whatever. And like, oh, it's a long line. And the people in front of me 
were a couple of women who were a little bit older than me and their daughters and friends and they're chatting away. And up next to us walks two other women and their two girls and they say, oh, hi, Jane. Hi, Jane. How are you doing? Oh, thank you. And they had held their place in line. So those women merged in front of us and joined the line. I could see the guy in front of me saying, what the? You should be executed. Yeah, that's no good. You should be executed. And they, they act, I know they have nice houses and they live like in Cambridge, Mass, or Wellesley, or Dover, or something. I can definitely, and they think they're really good people. You are a common whore if you're somebody who does that. Yeah. Who cuts in line or joins somebody in line, your friend. Get the freak yeah, you can't, back. You can, only, back. you can only save spots like for your own kid if they go to the bathroom or right. something. You no. can't save spots for a whole other family. Yes, that is an <laughs> FU to everybody behind them. It just tells you, though, that the... Uh, uh, and Sorry, I want them executed. So those are my two things. First of all, those people who join lines need to be executed. Second of all, um, please stop, start TikToking people who are grumps at work. Those are my two things. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that President Tom Shaddix presidential campaign platform is all set to go um can i venture into foreign relations briefly please um this is from um the new york times wrote this a couple of days ago uh hot glazed donuts on the menu and parisians can't get enough the arrival of crispy cream in france is just the latest <laughs> advance in a decades-long invasion by u.s fast food into the land of michelin chefs and long leisurely meals oh no we're gonna make them fat oh no Come as on. dawn broke in central paris on wednesday a throng as dawn broke <laughs> <laughs> do all food writers want to be doing something uh, yes, else yes yes <laughs> As dawn broke in central Paris on Wednesday, a throng of 500 people, mostly French, stood with uncharacteristic patience in a snaking line, intent on buying a decidedly un-French confection, an American donut. A hot, glazed, crispy cream donut, to be exact. It was the grand opening of the chain in France, and patrons, dozens of whom had camped out overnight, watched through a giant window as a conveyor belt ferried fried dough towards a waterfall uh. of sugary frosting. When the doors opened, they swarmed inside, ordering donuts by the dozen to take out or noshing at bistro tables in a cafe-style setting. The French love American products, and there's a hype around American food chains, said Amir Boudoukhan, 25, a project manager at a medical clinic as he waited to get in. A Krispy Kreme ad had popped up on his Instagram feed, and he rushed to get there before work. I'm wow, sorry that, that we've infected the French with our idiocy. <laughs> that really works. Apparently. Something comes up in your Instagram feed. And, <laughs> and you're you, like, Qu quick, I have to go get need, in a line. I need to run somewhere. <laughs> I'll be late, he said with a smile. Fried dough's being ferried. <laughs> he rushed to get there before work. I'll be late, he said with a smile, but at least I'll have donuts for my colleagues. It's France. They don't care if you're late. How old are you? I mean, <laughs> He's 25. At least said. I'll have donuts. The sight of French people flocking to American fare might have seemed surreal a generation ago in a country that loves its Michelin-starred restaurants, three-hour dinners, and iconic baguette. But today, the world's gastronomic capital happens to be one of the biggest markets in Europe for American fast food chains as evolving consumer habits influenced by a more casual younger generation and social media reshape the dining landscape. It must have killed them to not have some alliteration for gastronomic. In the spring, Popeye's fried chicken drew huge crowds in Paris when it opened the first of 350 restaurants planned across france oh man we are ruining, ruining wendy's them. has announced plans to set up shop in france burger king kfc starbucks domino's chipotle steak and shake 
I don't even know what Steak and Shake is. It's good. Steak and Shake is awesome. They're in Florida. Carl's Jr. and Five Guys have long had toeholds, but they are rapidly expanding their footprints. I've never been to Five Guys. Never been to... uh, I've been to Five Guys. Uh, Is it a Cosmiques there? What does that mean? Cosmique. You never heard of Cosmics? It's not a Cosmics. What? I'm asking the question. Five guys? No, I know. I'm asking. I'm confused. I know. But they're rapidly expanding their footprints with plans for hundreds of new locations across the country. Leading the pack is McDonald's. After the United States, France is the chain's most profitable country with 6 billion euros in sales from 1,500 restaurants in 2022. France is also the second biggest market for Burger King. France is an El Dorado for American fast food brands, said Xavier Expilly, a consultant who helped oversee the French openings of Burger King, Five Guys, and others. How I don't think a, a metaphor works well when you can't define the metaphor. What do you mean? You don't know what El Dorado means? Well, it's a city of gold, right? Yes. Okay. But France is a city of gold for well, fast food? Well, El Dorado is the mythical place right. that you're searching for with all the treasure. So for fast food brands... It's like easy money. You go there and you open your restaurant and you've found it's like you've hit the the jackpot. I like it. I like it. It's a little more city. There's no elder. It's not to be found. Uh, Krispy Kreme is the latest at the opening on Wednesday. A DJ thumped out dance music to the waiting crowd. A red carpet adorned the entrance while the company's mascot, a donut, bobbled alongside workers, handing out fresh glazed goodies to eager patrons. Miguel... Kalik Kriar. Wouldn't, wouldn't you feel freaking embarrassed to be in that line? Miguel. It's only 25 more minutes in line, but it's okay. They've got a DJ and a guy in a donut suit. Listen to this. Are we in Washington District in Columbia? Do French people not know that they have like the cultural capital of the world? Imagine. Like, you have the Louvre. Yeah. You have the, all these amazing museums. You have Montmartre. You have like you have Notre Dame, for goodness sakes, and you're excited about a friggin' Krispy Kreme? It's a magical place called the Market Basket. Miguel Caliquer spent the night in front of the store with, <laughs> with, dozens, right. with dozens of fans eager to secure a good place in line. I hardly slept because it was so cold, said the 20-year-old student who kept warm by taking short walks and making friends in the growing crowd making friends <laughs> waiting for the opening was a moment of solidarity Actually, for all stand, of us now i stand with the guy with the, my bartender who i hate <laughs> with him waiting for the opening was a moment of solidarity for all of us he exclaimed <laughs> when the doors finally opened he found himself the lucky winner of a free box of a dozen crispy creams each month for the next year can you imagine can we take back d-day <laughs> by the way isn't it a, a miracle that the person writing this article Managed to get hooked up with the person who won the free donuts. <laughs> wow, what are the chances? Celia Leah Amarouche, 19, and Marie Besson, 28. It's almost as if all of these people in all of these, these descriptions and all of these activities were handed to this writer uh, by a PR person. Celia Leah Amarouche, 19, and Marie Besson, 28, were ready to open their wallets after seeing Krispy Kreme cameos in American TV shows that they had watched to improve their English, including The Simpsons and popular crime shows. Seeing Kylie Jenner dig into Krispy Kreme donuts on TikTok sealed the deal, Miss Besson said. Okay, all right. This is a fake world that we've entered here. This is- <laughs> Donuts are little known in France compared to croissant and pain au chocolat, said Alexandre Mazouet, the direct... direct- say, that, say that second one again. Alexandre Mazouet. No. 
Panna. Panna au chocolat? Yes. Panna au chocolat? You sexy when you said it. Uh, said Alexandre Mazouet, the director general of Krispy Kreme France and a member of the executive committee of Wagram Finance, a French private equity firm backing the company's venture. Listen, all we need to do is get Kylie Jenner to eat one on TikTok and they'll all wait overnight. He gestured around the By store. By the way, what we, what's happening right now is not journalism. This is a bought and paid for marketing package that we're reading here. New flavors were created to appeal to the French palate, including a fresher fruit taste for the apple donut. They probably didn't realize, but having Kylie Jenner in there creates a much better search engine optimization than not having it. Incredible, the happenstance. Free donuts. Are we done being ferried or is this still happening? I can let you go. I'm telling you, I I, uh, I don't get the Krispy Kreme thing. I don't. Do you? I mean, I've had them. They're donuts. Yeah, I guess they're fine. <laughs> I mean, I like donuts. I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia. I still think about you. It's been so long. I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you You probably have a wife of your job And you go to church on Sundays And barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And sometimes think about me 